We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte Technology Careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gilcast. You're either listening to this on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast or the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Podcast Network. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Nate Noling, joined by Sammy Reid. Uh, our, so, so I have it on. I have it on good authority, guys, that this is this is the people's favorite type of show when uh, when we all get crushed. And uh, let me tell you this: who boy did we get crushed in cash games today? Our teams. I, I think I think I realized I was dead by halftime. Maybe before that, though. Um, this is. I I hope that this is the most that I get smoked this year. It's not great, I mean, guys. I'm, I'm not such great. an asshat that I like said, you know what? We can still come back from this at halftime, and uh, that was just really, really misplaced optimism. It uh, it was, yeah. Nate, Nate, kind of take me through uh, your emotions for the day, because I assuming uh, I'm assuming that you were about as tilted as I was. Well, I think me and Sammy had a different sweat. Me and Sammy were just waiting for the locket, like 80 yard TD bomb from Russ to like save our day. And I kind of just, until the last minute of the game, I thought it was coming. I was like, I just had that, like, oh, Lockett's going to do it. Lockett's going to get there. He's not going to end the game with four targets. Why, why like, wouldn't he? Like, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. So it was, like, painful because I, I held out hope all of that, like, the first afternoon slate. I was like, oh, Lockett's going to get there. What am I sweating? Lockett's going to get there. Uh, so I played, I played Lockett in FanDuel cash, and – I, I assumed the same thing, by yeah, the way. Spoiler, I was like, I was, I was like, I was like, dude, lock it. Come on. Like it's lock it. It's Russ. Like he's going to get there. And uh, Tyler Lockett, he did not get there. I, I got to say over the course of the season though, getting the fish off a of locket, like now that we've seen one time that locket failed, I kind of think that this might be 
plus EV. Do you guys like we're going to be able to get the next time Lockett is is like 6,800 and like an elite spot. He's going to be like 17% in cash. Let, let me just let me just tell you, Davis, my family cannot live off EV. Okay. We needed Tyler Lockett <laughs> to do something today to eat and we did not eat. This is not good. This is not good. This was an awful, awful, awful performance. Imagine playing the Miami Dolphins and your team scoring 31 points and, like, David Moore is just, like, crushing your soul while you do nothing because you're Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett was the most most mentally weak play I think I've ever made in my life, and I'm really upset at myself for it. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was the most mentally weak. We should, we should, uh, um, let's go, let's go into our, our three man here real quick. Cause you know what the actual most mentally weak play that we, that we made was, and I'm, I'm being dead ass about this. I'm being completely non facetious. Uh, oh wait, you guys didn't do this. You guys played Fitzpatrick at quarterback. Yeah, um, we're not fish. so I played Deshaun Watson and let me tell you this. When that report came out this morning that Bill O'Brien was retaking the play calling duties, it doesn't matter if Deshaun Watson was playing against a junior varsity team and was projected for 96 DraftKings points. The absolute maximum that he would have gotten in this game would be 30, just with the way they were, dude. It was the most unreal display of lib ownage I have ever seen in my life. They were down two touchdowns, calling runs on second and long. It was unreal believable i could i just i at, why nate why did why you not did, play deshaun watson well i just i like the construction with fitzpatrick better but i mean literally with bill o'brien like how could you play him when you saw that report did that not uh, like, just dude, immediately that's, that's, such, that's such fantasy covid on your team like i so i can't i can't believe i played any texans and we'll get to the other texan because okay so do you want to be do you want to like if we really want to get into why I played Watson this is this is why because these were the Minnesota Vikings games this year right so they gave up 300 or they gave up 248 um yards to Aaron Rodgers I think three touchdowns in that game maybe maybe four uh but that was that was the Devontae Adams like explosion game right then they go up against the Dusty Colts and uh, even Philip Rivers has a competent fantasy game against them. Only uh, only throws one interception, which by Philip Rivers standards is like basically you know throwing a throwing a perfect game. Uh, they're only able to score eleven points in that game. And then Ryan Tannehill has three hundred and twenty one yards, um, and Derrick Henry scores twice in that game. But basically, the Vikings are just the dustiest defense ever. That sort of proved to be true in the sense of Watson had a good game. Like, he, he had 26 when he had one point at half. So, had they started calling the good plays in the first half, I think Watson would have been fine. Um, and I'm going to be completely real with you two donkeys. You guys ran hot with Fitzpatrick because he was looking like a disaster oh, so, so of a play. the guy who, who plays Watson who lands exactly on 300 <laughs> yards. <laughs> you guys oh, ran hot. I will say, donkeys. I don't think Watson was a bad play. Like, I, he was in my pool of, like, probably three quarterbacks, but – Fitz was like the guy for me at five four pretty much all week. So it was just I never wanted to get off of him. It was just it was, it was very hard. It was a very hard week to pay up for quarterback. Uh, the pricing on DraftKings was was just super tight, and especially after the 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 Chiefs game got moved, and we didn't have Edwards Hilaire at our disposal anymore. Things just got even tighter. So I didn't I didn't really see the path to like saving that salary. 
I'm a little bit bummed that you guys got moved off of Edward Tiller onto Mike Davis. Oh my God, you are. This is this is an absolutely insane. Nate, thing. Nate, this is not. A, first off, oh you're an God. idiot. Second of all, okay. So wait, hold on. I need I need a little bit more from you guys on on the Fitzpatrick stuff. Like it, just just. QB was not where the slate was going to be made or lost this week. And why would I not just go at the cheapest, cheapest one? The only thing I feel somewhat fishy about with QB is not just paying up for Dak. If Dak's going to really Dax. throw 50 times, like we just. Dak, to- Dak through four weeks. Do you just, if you had to guess right now, how many, um, how many fantasy points do you, or how many yards do you think Dak has thrown for? Dude, he's got like 1,800. Yeah, I'd guess 17. Something like this. It's like, it's like, it's like 1,685 because they, they, didn't, they didn't throw very much in that first game against the Rams. Oh, yeah. It was only the last <laughs> yeah, three. I mean, he's had 450 each. Okay, so, so the thing about Fitz is Seattle so far has been this team that is playing a lot of just, just high fantasy point games. They're allowing a lot of points and they're scoring a lot of points. And so they are just creating natural shootouts. So to get a quarterback in that situation – um, who's 5.4 that, that also like he runs, you know, not, not a ton, but like he has, he runs, he runs enough for, for you to consider it when you are making your lineups. I agree with that. And especially at his salary, you consider that. Yeah. I mean, if they weren't, I mean, he honestly would have had a much better day if the dolphins weren't so nutsackless and didn't just like kick field goals all the time. Did Cliff Kingsbury take over this team? Yeah. It's so bizarre. Yeah, just, it was very dude, weird. You're facing Russell Wilson and like, oh, it's fourth and four from the 15. I'm going to kick a field goal. Like, nah, dude, sack up and, and throw the rock. Like, what's happening? It was I don't so, think we so, so, at so, all. So, so tilting. Like, when we did you, not run good with Fitzpatrick. Yeah, we when you think about the touchdown crash. variance, they were, they, they were literally like their first five drives ended up in field, like, in field goals. It's not – that's not running good for a quarterback. You need those touchdowns. The fact yeah, that Davis just thinks because he ran one in at the end in garbage yeah. time, like we got lucky. Nah, dude, we got well, lucky the whole game. I think, I think that if your thought process was like, I, I think Fitzpatrick was fine. I know a lot of like, like Fitzpatrick was very owned and like high stakes, double ups and stuff. I don't think it, I don't think it was a bad play. I, I think where I felt differently than you guys was Nate said, you know, he didn't think that quarterback was going to be where the slate was decided. I disagree on that because we have seen Watson. I know that it's like Bill O'Brien and the Texans and everything, but we have seen Watson in these spots put up 40, right? You know, 350 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, 50 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Like we we've seen it. Like he is one of those guys like Kyler, like Dak, like Russ, who can just have, um, you know, ju- who could just have those insane games. And I really thought against the Vikings that, that and and also I thought at 6600 I just thought like sure he wasn't 5400 but what what are we used to Watson costing you know 7400 like with you know we're used to him being kind of where Dak and Russ were and he wasn't but there's no excuse for what I did um considering considering the report about Bill O'Brien calling the place the chance to get to get out yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm literally like, I'm not, I'm not being facetious when I say that. Like, actually, I should have considered that, and it was really stupid, and I should feel stupid and bad. And I, we spent far too long talking about quarterback. I think quarterback was a like meaningless decision on this slate. I think honestly, even running back felt pretty meaningless to me. It was well, like, everybody was playing Zeke, everybody was playing Kamara. It was a question of whether or not you were doing like the Mike Davis or Rojo. Really, the slate was made or broke at wide receiver. Yep. I mean, and, it, it was it was in retrospect, yeah. Like, 
I think that was the decision that everybody, everybody's construction was very similar. You went, you had Zeke, Kamara, and it was either Rojo or Mike Davis. That was like, if you didn't have one of those four running backs in cash, you, you made a mistake. I, I, I'm bewildered by your Clyde Edwards-Hilaire take because Davis and I were just on like team Clyde Edwards-Hilaire lockopotamus. Yeah, like you literally, you literally, you literally just jam it. Like it's, it's, uh, it's a necessity. God, I, I mean, COVID has robbed us of so much. And the thing that it's really robbed us of here is Nate fading him while he just goes on a complete smash show. I mean, I, I think he would have got like 35. Yeah, we and he, he still he still eight. might, but he still might get thirty five. By the way, tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah. And, and so, then we can and then we can we can. I just thought Mike Davis and Mike Davis and Rojo were better were better plays. Okay, thinking Rojo is a better play than Clyde Edwards Hiller, like you should lose your analytics card. You should Rojo you should have a failed close. upload every week. This is insane. This is <laughs> the most was, insane thing. Rojo was twenty two hundred dollars cheaper. <laughs> what do I care? Their workloads were going to be very similar, and Rojo was twenty two hundred dollars. The workloads were going to be very similar, he says. Do you do you do you buy that? Do you buy that, Sammy? I don't buy any of this. Like, I I, I want a guy who's getting like fifteen to twenty carries and like five six targets on the Chiefs. Like that is not the same workload as Rojo. You know, getting getting like five dump offs in the flat turned around from Tom Brady. Yeah, so I mean, so I, I actually I, I consider Derek Cardi to be kind of the fourth unofficial member of this show because we reference him a lot. So I, I asked for his team today because I knew that he had a good day relative to us uh, who did not have a good day. And I think what he did actually was very smart, which was uh, he didn't play Adam fucking Troutman, <laughs> first off. <laughs> but he played, in order to do that, he played Ronald Jones and then he played Odell as his most expensive wide receiver. And then he played Waller at tight end. So we're going to talk about wide receiver and we're going to talk about Troutman later. Trust me, but can't wait. I got to be, I got to keep it 100. I played Ronald Jones on a lot of my teams. I drafted him all off season long. I, I really could not have stomached him in cash today. I, I, Nate, I truly did not consider it. Did you actually give some thought to it? Oh, 100%. It was between Mike Davis. I had multiple builds this morning between Mike Davis and, and Rojo. I think the two builds that I was debating between was, was Rojo, uh, Robbie Anderson, Waller versus, uh, versus Lockett, 4-6, and then Mike Davis. So I – I thought Rojo was at a great spot here at four seven with with Fournette out with a rookie running back who hadn't seen a touch getting was the only other active back. It was like, I mean, this was the Rojo that you were hoping all off season you were going to get that you would have paid at week one six point something k for that you're now getting at four seven. I just got I I honestly have just been so shook by how quick they are to bench him. That's, that's, that, and that's really, and what did he get? Seven targets in this game. I think we I'm had him project. Yeah. So I targets. think, I think we had him projected for 7% market share of the Tampa Bay targets. Now, granted, I, I, I saw room for that to expand, but. Yeah. He turned, by the way, he turned his nine targets into, into like 12 yards. yards. Yeah. yeah. Good on you, But I mean, he got 20 carries too. Like he did get yeah, a, he, he did he get a lot of work. Seven. And they scored 38 points. These other running backs that are close to him are, I mean, there was, 
I don't know, the value of a 4-7 running back with that workload, it, it was dumb to not consider him. Well, it was. And and the other thing that I think was dumb is what it meant for the rest of your lineup. Like I, I kind of, I'm going to take the L on not considering him more in cash because what it meant is you wouldn't have to play some asshat at tight end who was not going to catch any balls. And I think that was super, super important. We all knew Waller was going to smash. Like this was a Waller smash spot. He was far, far, far too cheap. And he ended up having a, a great day. I think he had like nine for 88, just like you all knew. Whereas these cheap tight ends, I mean, we're, we're, we're taking a zero with Trotman. Like, it's not good. Did, did Trotman we got, guys, we, we, we got to stop spoiling the Trotman stuff. We need that to be like a, cons, like a conserved moment of, of venting. Like, we, we, need to, we need to not. We need right, to yeah, not don't, mention his okay. name. don't mention his yeah. name. Don't, don't talk about him until we get there. Because, by the way, um, that Monday night game, like, there really is something about bad Mark Andrews games that, like, it really sets people off. Like when market, cause it I think what off. it is, it really sets me off. But I, I like felt that collective tilt from Twitter. And I was like, guys, this is what he does. Like it's, and so I just, that was a, that was a. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Good uh, Gilcasta. That was a good Gilcast branded moment. But I, one other thing I want to talk about about uh, running backs is Mike Davis is just like ninety percent of CMC. Like we should be playing. We should be playing this dude until he's like eight K. I think. I mean the the, the does CMC matter uh, columns will be coming out early tomorrow morning. Uh, and the answer. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, uh, everyone put on your UV ray glasses. I'll say this right now. Not only does CMC not matter, he actively makes the Carolina Panthers worse because oh they, <laughs> because <Yes>. they, <laughs> because they cater their whole offense around these four yard screen passes when they have Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. They're like, I mean, how great did they look on offense today? Just like pitch and catch with Robbie Anderson and, uh, you, like I mean, the whole off. Like, tell me it, I'm wrong. Yeah. Like, they they look so much better. Yeah, it, it is a more efficient way to play football, passing it down the field instead of screen passes to two yards down the field to to Christian McCaffrey. I love that's that's Christian McCaffrey, the league LVP. But I will say, like, yeah, Mike Davis at this point is criminally underpriced until he's like in the seven Ks. Yeah, and he even got cucked by Bonifon, which was a huge tilt moment. I think he was hurt. I think. Because they had he, he did he he half. got he got banged up and then came back in but he was back in the locker room for that touchdown. Uh, yeah. McCaffrey would would have never come out of the game. He wouldn't have got banged up. So. Well, certainly McCaffrey would never come out of a game around the one yard line. He'd maybe he'd maybe come out around the forty and let someone else get the ball there. But if there was a one yard touchdown, Christian yeah. McCaffrey's not leaving the game. That's right. That's but, right. So that's the difference between him and Mike Davis. That's 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 the pricing difference you get between the two. But yeah. uh, DJ Moore definitely did get cucked by Robbie Anderson. How many times? Like Robbie Anderson is is. I, I'm I'm ready to basically I think now project them equal. Like give them both like 21 to 23 percent of the target share in Carolina and and feel good about that. Like, Sammy, you made fun. I sent you a build earlier this week where I had both DJ Moore 
uh, Robbie Anderson and uh, Mike Davis, and you like <laughs> ripped me. I should have. I sh- that should have been my team. Yeah, you should have. This this would have been a better show. <laughs> would have roasted your ass. Like Robbie was a good play. Like even before the week, and then all yeah, of a sudden- he was. But like as a like tournament pivot off a chalky DJ Moore, not like oh, I'm going to stack DJ Moore and Davis and and. Uh, Anderson and then not play Teddy Bridgewater and when he rushes in a touchdown and tilt my face off till my <laughs> eyeballs roll on the floor. <laughs> but yeah, Robbie Robbie's legit gonna eat DJ Moore's lunch every day, it seems. You know what's you know what's um fascinating is that um they well shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Sorry guys, showdown is that, showdown that, is that was not fascinating. <laughs> No, no, it wasn't. I had a point, but Showdown also locks in like eight minutes, and I have not built my teams yet, so I am uh, working on. I'm working on those at the same time. Oh, okay, well, that's, so Sammy, that's I'll riveting, take. That's a riveting story. Can we can we just talk about Tyler Lockett now? Yeah, I was no, say, no, Sammy, no. We need to we need to talk about Alvin Kamara being set up for the dream spot of all dream spots and getting twenty DraftKings points. That's what we got to talk about. Well, I mean, who cares though? Because he was like eighty three percent owned, so. Yeah, it's you didn't matter. lose because of Kamara, dude. He was in like every winning lineup. Well, I was, I was honestly, I was kind of more thinking um, for tournaments. Like he would, like this is the this is what week four in a row of us seeing the highest on running back absolutely suck. And if you just didn't play the highest on running back, you like you would have found better options and better teams. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it is crazy though that we're saying what twenty something is sucking. I mean, not sucking, but, like, what, Mixon got, like, 40. Like, there just are so many running backs that scored more than him. Yeah, I mean, when he's 8K and puts up 21, I mean, you're not, you're not winning a lot of tournaments off that. Yeah. When he's, like, yeah. so chalk. Right. All right. Let's do it. Tyler Lockett. I played, him, I played him in FanDuel Cash. Uh, still managed to get there because I played Fuller. That was nice. But, by the way, Fuller on DraftKings, like – why didn't I? He was 5,900. Like, why didn't I just play Will Fuller? Why, why didn't we play Fuller instead of Tyler Lockett? Like, what was the difference? I had a bunch of Fuller in GPP and did not think about Fuller in cash. But Lockett at 7K, I was like, I didn't even blink. Like, Odell was 1,400 cheaper. What was I thinking? I mean, there yeah. were so many. Amari Cooper, just like Odell Beckham. I mean, literally, kind of everybody in that price range. I mean, dude, Keenan Allen didn't even smash. And Keenan Allen was probably, like, a better play than Lockett. I mean, this was just the most egregious. No, Keenan Allen was not a better play than Lockett. Look, yeah, dude. bad take, Sammy. I mean, why? Keenan yeah, Allen's seeing double-digit targets all the time. This is, this is a little Tyler bit Lockett of – Lockett disappears. If you pay seven <laughs> for a receiver, you can't have him disappear. Like, let me tell you, Tyler Lockett – is the most mentally weak play I've ever made. And this is why is because I swapped off of him last week. He went absolutely nuclear toilet plunger in the rectum. And then I said, you know what? I'm not, I, you know who I wanted to play. You remember? It was no, Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah. I wanted to play Mike Evans. I was convinced Mike Evans was going to smash. It was just like, Oh, great spot. Godwin's out. Like he always crushes in the spot. Why would I not play him? And I just, I, I, my testicles dropped off. And I became a huge beta cuck boy, and I decided to go with the crowd and play Tyler Lockett, and I paid dearly for it in American dollars. I mean, R. truly I though, truly Tyler Lockett. 
Would you, even with what Mike Evans had 100 yards, so what he had like 28 ish, probably? I don't even know. That's right. Would you have even won swapping Tyler Lockett and Mike Evans score straight up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's messed up. Davis just dunking on that's brutal. No, yeah, of course I would have won. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. 1822. Yeah, he had 28 and change. Yeah, bro. I mean, I I honestly I don't uh Sammy would have been did. fine. I mean, I I all right, let's let's be honest. I I stopped looking. I don't even know where the cash line is. I stopped looking after after the, the morning games. I mean, if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be real, I also um I also stopped looking because I was sweating. But here's well, the thing: actually, I'm not worried about the results. I'm worried about the process, and this was a bitch made process by me. And uh, you know, frankly, I should just go in the coffin. Like I say, it's more of an art. Guess what? I was not an artist. You you would have because all. the the cash line was one thirty six. Yeah. So Sammy would have been fine. I, we all Sammy, we all one played. Thing I will say though, like process wise. When you look at all the higher dollar, higher dollar double ups, I mean Lockett was like the second most owned wide receiver, other than Moore. I don't know if you can say it was like a bad process play. I think you would have felt super fish playing a two percent owned Mike Evans if Lockett goes out and smashes here. And Evans- uh, I mean, dude, DFS more of an art. And what what my what it told me was Mike Evans was absolutely going to smash because Mike Evans doesn't just when Godwin's out, he doesn't just disappear. Like Tyler Lockett yeah. does sometimes. He was going to be involved no matter what. And you can't say that for Tyler Lockett. You can't spend 7K on a dude who like has like some decent percentage of the time. where he's just I mean, Mike Evans, sure. Mike Evans does disappear sometimes though. Yeah. Not when, not when Godwin's out, he doesn't. But also like, this is run, like. Run the four for four splits. The, the Rotoviz splits. Run them for me. Well, Godwin has only missed two games. Hey. Sometimes that's um, the example you got. What? Uh, okay, I, I was about to make a point. Did uh, any of you oh, guys consider not playing DJ Moore? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. And uh, the, answer the answer for me was cool. no. Yeah, he was first guy in. So I, I wasn't. I wasn't passionate about DJ Moore, but I knew he was a good play at his price. It would have been great. It's just to play Odell Beckham and Evans. I feel so dumb for not even looking at Odell. Like Odell was in my like roughly my top ten, but I don't think I built a team with him in cash. Uh I I did build uh I did build a team with him and I saw it. Like I, I consider the two v two. Also, like every week I've been thinking about um splitting, but haven't done it. I didn't even think this was a good week to split. I'll I'll be one hundred percent real. I thought when Locke came, I was like, oh, I'm just going to win today. Like, I thought our team was really good. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. thought I thought the team was just going to win. Yeah, had a good feeling. Didn't work out. Yeah, and and so I actually did something different than both of you. Um, you guys played Lockett. I played Metcalf. Metcalf has one catch for 34 yards on the first drive. I'm like, oh, dude, he's locked into the 100-yard bonus. You know, they're going to keep chucking, you know, hashtag let Russ cook. He's going to score twice. And it basically just never really happened. He he did actually even get the 100-yard bonus. Yeah, he, he got there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I would have needed him to get, like, 30 to get there and, and 17. Oh I, was I, I would literally enough. sacrifice a litter of kittens if I, if, if I could get 17.6 out of my wide receiver one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I – 
I will say I think the market maybe overreacted um, a small bit to last week. Like, I, I think over the course of the season, if you told me Metcalf scores more fantasy points the rest of the way than Tyler Lockett, I really would not be that surprised, I think. Neither, what do you, what do you think about Metcalf that? Metcalf is a straight beast, and Tyler Lockett he's a, he is a baller. wide open stuff, and good for him. Yeah, Metcalf's a legit boss. Yeah. I – I just feel bad about like putting that much faith in Seattle. Like Russ could throw 300 yards and just spread it out to like five different people. And But they haven't been doing that though. Like Lockett and Metcalf coming into this game had the highest target share of any two teammates. Yeah. Through, I, I mean, through, they've been, they've been completely three weeks. chowing down, but I mean, you knew like the, the cucking was going to happen. Yeah, it was, it was Nate, it was three weeks, but last year you never would have played Lockett or Metcalf in cash when the Seahawks were a touchdown favorite, like you, you're, you're already buying into the, the let Russ cook stuff at that point. If you're playing one of those guys in, especially unpaired in cash right. as, as a favorite, But this was the week. This is like a total week that shouldn't shock us. Like when you look at the target breakdown and the target distribution to see, to see a tight end leading the team in targets with seven and then no wide receiver having more than six. That's yeah. like, that's typical. Russ Wilson like that's typical Seahawks that's him and and Russ did cook he did cook he did he, his he threw for 360 yards they put up 31 points like everything was fine yeah, uh, he except did for the fact that, that he didn't want to throw to Lockett at all yeah 360 yards with two TDs and on 34 attempts that's Russ efficiency it's just real life football versus fantasy football like that's not what we want we want why didn't we consider Dallas wide receivers yeah, why, why Dak's don't we play Mari Cooper? 50 times. Yeah, it, yeah, if Dak's going to throw for 500 yards every game, shouldn't we maybe consider getting some of his receivers on our team? You think that would be a good idea? Yeah, it'd be a great idea. Didn't do it. Lockett's I'm, I'm projection, Lockett's projection was bad. Like, Lockett was a bad play in cash from my perspective looking back because of how like fragile his projection is when you consider how insane his efficiency is. Like, at 7K – you need him and Russ both to just have insane efficiency because that volume is just not there consistently enough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think, I don't think Lockett was bad. I think, I think you guys are um, kind of just I tilting might be tilting the results. I got smashed today, but that's where I feel right now. Yeah. I don't care. I am tilting. I'm tilting I, my I, face off right now. I think I that of all it. the decisions we made today that were bad, Playing a Seattle wide receiver is our most expensive wide receiver in cash. Literally, does not register. That's I mean, the it, one, though. That's, that's the one. Yeah, that's. But that's the thing is he was only the third worst decision made in like y'all's lineups. Okay, or, or don't tell me lineup. the zero from tight end is what killed us. Lockett is what killed me. If I would have had any other, if I would have gone Robinson, if I would have gone Beckham, if I would have gone anybody other than than Lockett with that seven K. Well, let's get let's get. Let's get let's get to what actually was just this is an indefensible decision. There's not oh one God. thing that we can say. Brandon Cooks. I mean, what, what I I it's like I just woke up and he was in my lineup. It felt like a, a body snatcher took over me. Like what what was I what was Brandon Cooks gonna do for me? Why Wait, did bro. I think that like what was this like was I I it's just it's the worst play I've ever made. I mean this we're talking about a uh, you know, arthritic 29-year-old with, like, 19 concussions who is the sixth wide receiver on the Houston Texans. Like, I, this was 
in uh, I can't even I don't even have the words for how bad this was. This is the worst play I've ever made. But Davis, you know, Davis everybody any, did it. Everybody anytime. did a four point six wide receiver like that. Yeah, anytime, Davis, you have the opportunity to stack Deshaun Watson and Brandon Cooks in cash when Bill O'Brien is is calling the plays. You just gotta do it, right? Right, buddy. You know what's you know what's sick? Tell Would me. you have felt better with Renfro? Because that's what everybody yeah, else did. I, I would I would have felt a lot better with Renfro. For I thought me, it was between Cooks, Renfro, and Golden Tate. I went Golden Tate, which was the least was better than Cooks, but still a bad play. You All you got you thought those. you liked you liked that narrative of him being mad at Jalen Ramsey because Jalen Ramsey left his sister. <laughs> I just I just thought they were gonna get blown out and Tate would get like seven targets of anyway, I I like the deadbeat dad. All of those wide receivers so were terrible. All of those wide receivers are terrible. Renfro, like I didn't feel good about Renfro either. It was between him and him, Tate and Cooks for me. I don't think any one of those three you would have felt good about. No, I mean, Renfro. Ren- targets. Renfro, I actually thought was a great play. I just didn't quite have enough to get there. Weren't they all the same price? No, I mean, Cooks Renfro was four point six. I think. Uh, Cooks was four point five, and I had I had zero cap left. Got it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going with Brandon Cooks. He's seen all these air yards. He's facing Minnesota. No, you know, what no, it's literally, it's literally indefensible, dude. Like it's, it's, oh it's God. so bad. I, I, I can't believe I played Brandon Cooks in cash. I mean, the, 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 the thing is, is that he didn't even project well. Like he was a negative value in the daily road of projections, and I still was like, "Yep, load it up, let's do it." I spent very little time reconsidering playing Brandon Cooks. What's wrong with me? Yeah, like basically, I just was like, yeah, let's. Like, I saw other people like touting him a little bit and being like, oh, he's a great buy low option. Like, I just, yeah, I just plugged him in. I don't know, Nate. Nate, like, I assumed because you don't look, you don't listen to any of this crap. You probably didn't even think about Cooks. No, I had the three, four. I had those three guys were the only three wide receivers there that I was considering. It was, it was uh, Renfro, Tate, and Cooks. They were all within a hundred dollars salary. And they all projected very similarly. It was like plus or minus two points. Yeah. I went I mean, to the, the thing about Renfro is he's like a slot receiver that gets a bunch of easy targets. And the thing about Cooks is he's awful and like. Well, that's, that's why I went with Tate because Tate gets. Tate had similar target share projection, except in cash, I felt like he had the highest floor because his targets are always. I mean, the dude has insane career efficiency. Deadbeat dad narrative. I mean, it worked out. What do you have? Like six points? Yeah, more than that's like, oh, that's he, like dude, six, he, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's six literally more than Brandon Cooks, bro. <laughs> but then I, he legitimately punched Jalen Ramsey in the face at the end of the game. Wait, I I want to know how many routes do we think that Brandon Cooks run? Like, was he like a Chris Hogan like wind sprinter? Was he like out there the whole game? No, dude, because Kenny Stills was scoring touchdowns. Like, it was I I didn't watch the game because I couldn't bear to see Brandon Cooks like not catch any balls. But. I, I don't know what. I don't even know, like, to be honest, I don't know the Houston wide receiver distribution of, like, what routes is Cobb running that Cooks and Stills – They all So, be- this is actually what I think happened. I think that when Fuller's hamstring doesn't hurt, I think that he – like, okay, so you know how, like, when running backs get hurt, we see it all the time where the lead running back gets hurt, everyone thinks the third down running back is going to come in – and do better but that guy just stays in his role I think Cooks maybe is kind of like Fuller's backup at this point where like 
Cooks is going to run all the good routes when Fuller's hurt and Fuller runs the clear out routes. But then when Fuller's feeling good, Fuller runs all the good routes and Cooks runs the clear out stuff. That's if I had to guess. And that's Stills what is it just is. opposite. Stills is just opposite. Cooks Stills, Stills just Stills just rotates. Stills just is like when someone gets winded, he comes in or when Stills played in this game because they were down two touchdowns. So they played way less two tight end stuff. Well, let me just tell you, Brandon Cooks is like this deep threat that is neither tall nor fast. Like, what does he actually do? He doesn't, he doesn't do anything. He's useless. I, I can't believe we played him in cash. That's bizarre. It's just unexcusable. It's, it's legit, but that, that's, that is a great way. It's like, it's like the, the creature from Stranger Things took over me. Like, I went all dark and wigged out, and my eyes rolled back, and I just submitted Brandon Cooks in cash. <laughs> It was, like, yeah. second, it was only the second worst play you made. <laughs> okay. All right. Everyone will stop teasing it. It's time. It's time. We played Adam Troutman. All three of us. That is that is incorrect, Davis Maddock. I did not play him. Oh. Okay, what? <laughs> you freaking fish played Adam Troutman. You think I was going to play Adam Troutman? Hell no. Not a snowball's chance in hell, my friends. Wait, you faded to zero and still got beat by all of us? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy, because I played Logan Thomas, who, like, despite despite uh, uh, them throwing for over 300 yards, still only got, like, one catch for eight yards. I bet he shows up on the air yards by low model, though. Actually, right, I don't even yeah. I don't even know how many. Let's see. Maybe, maybe they're just done with the Logan Thomas experiment. Maybe it ended today. Let's go find out. Four, four targets, one for eight. No, Logan Thomas was a good play at his price. Haskins, Haskins threw the ball 45 times, 314 yards. Just completely targeted by Antonio Gibson, out-targeted by J.D. McKissick, out-targeted by John Trell Inman, out-targeted by Isaiah Wright. Maybe not, maybe not a better play than Adam Troutman to be to be 100 with you. But Davis, when I mean, you, when when you see a 2.5 tight end that projects to have less than 10 percent of the target share, we got to jam him in. <laughs> What what is I thinking? Like hey, I'm not honest, surprised honest question, this did this play. I don't know what I did with this play. Like Davis Yo, honest, plays like this question, all the time. Because I don't have this data, Davis. Did Adam Trotman play in the game? I believe I saw that he played six snaps in this game. And by the way, <laughs> When you say punt the position, they don't mean actually put in a guy who doesn't see the field. This is what this is, and I I realize that this, by the way, is what happened. Do you? If you had to guess, why do you think that he went from playing fifty two percent of the snaps last week to like none of the snaps this week? If you had to guess, because I I have the answer. Uh, is it because Taysom Hill started it's playing? Ta- like it's H-back? Taysom. It's Taysom freaking Hill, dude. Taysom Hill <laughs> came in and was playing fullback and backup tight end and slot wide receiver, and he ruined the whole thing. He has cost me more money in my career than any other single player <laughs> in all of fantasy football. Oh. <laughs> smooth, smooth, smooth move. Did he? Did he have a target? No, he he played like five snaps. I literally barely saw him out there. So you could have just picked any random twenty five hundred dollars tight end. It would have been the same thing. Yes, I mean Josh Josh Hill was actually twenty five hundred, and uh, you know he's played on the Saints for like a decade, and it's just like their guy. And uh, no, it's it's for like some reason people got so 
people. I mean, I got so amped up. I mean, Josh Hill has literally been on this team for seven years. He has 166 career targets, 14 career touchdowns, all from Drew Brees. And, uh, you know, no one thought, like, let's just play this guy. No, let's play the rookie from from Dayton, the first Dayton player ever drafted in the NFL. I mean, if he cost more, if he was like thirty two hundred, it would have been the worst play ever made on the of all time. Season. Yeah, yes, it would have yeah, been. Yes, it would have been. been. Yeah, tough, I, tough I feel scene. like I. I feel like I should have gotten so many more points out of my play than your play. Like, I wish Logan Thomas had just shown up and done more than he did, so I could just clown on you guys for playing Trotman. Like, well, you know, the other guy that I considered playing at tight end. I'm actually – I honestly am, am glad Schultz. that I – no. No? The guy <laughs> – so I took a zero from Adam Troutman. I honestly think it would have been more embarrassing to play Rob Gronkowski at this point than to take the zero from Troutman. Oh, yeah, Gronk- dude. I got, a, I got a text at like 11.30 p.m. last night. Davis is like, you know who's a play? You know who's a play? It's Gronk. <laughs> You're tripping. That would have been a good show, though. Yeah. I mean, the Buccaneers, yeah, they only put up their – I mean, Gronk caught a ball at the end of that game, too. And he, yeah. and he freaking spiked it. And, he and that would have been a big moment TD. for Davis. He had, like, almost one arm to TD, too. I oh. should have just gotten up to Waller and just, like – I mean, that's what, that's what good – I think, like, stupid. just playing Waller just was the right thing. To we do. knew Waller was going to smash. We knew it. Like, this was a Waller spot. I, I, and that's the thing. I would have had Waller if Clyde Edward Tolaire had been on this slate. Like, everything was fine. Everything was cool. Stupid COVID. Unbelievable. Screws oh, COVID's really stealing money from your family, bud. Yeah, dude. I, th- thought, I thought I was thriving during this, during this pandemic, but, but it's, really, it's really messing with my program. And Austin Eckler got hurt. My seasonal teams are dust. This is just... This this day was complete ass. I got to tell you guys. Yeah, it was. A, it was not. A My game. seasonal teams are still kicking ass and taking names, so we're feeling good about that. Tough scene for Fantasy Mansion. He changed Adam Troutman's picture on player profiler to Captain America. He was really into the Trout Man. Ooh, that's what got you, isn't it? <sighs> no, no. I just I, I what what got me was there was some quote about every down like some. Sean Payton quote about him being an every down player this week. And it just, I don't know. <laughs> Taysom Hill got us again. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Sean Payton thought he was going to be an every down player until like four minutes into the game. And he's like, you know what it's time for? We could use some Taysom Hill right we now. Could, get, dude, get, like, get in there. You know what? It's like nothing angers me more than this sequence. This is the sequence that really sends me during Saints games. Third down, Taysom Hill's out there. He runs across the formation Incomplete pass, obviously. They go to go punt. But Taysom stays on the field because he's a punt gunner. And it's just, you're like, this guy's making $12 million a year to run across the formation and then block on punt returns. Like, it, 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 it is so obnoxious to me. I can't handle it. Amazing. It's unbelievable. Amazing. It's brutal. So that's where I'm at spiritually right now. It's not a good place. So, By the yeah. way, I just I just want you guys to know. Uh, I'm sure you saw this on Twitter that uh, Joe Holka and Leone and uh, Mans took down 50k uh, with Trotman in the lineup. Yeah, yeah, they did. Swear to God, it happened. They did. Yeah. Oh, congrats, they, they congrats were, to those guys. They were sweating out 21.6 out of Jacobs, and he didn't even get close. 
That's hot. Oh, jeez. That's that's hot. I need to, dude. I'm gonna start paying mans to hand build lineups for me because I was winning the last couple of weeks. Ain't ain't moving the needle. I was winning 50k until halfway through the third quarter. I was I was fading. I think like 8.8 from Waller, and then he got. I mean, obviously he got it, but those it was un like I thought like I was in first of those games and first of the red zone on DK at the end of the noon games and I was like oh there's just like I'm not gonna hold right like we got Bills we got Bills Raiders we got Rams Giants like those should have been a lot of points in those games there were no points in those games also this is good to get out of the way right now Jonathan Taylor sucks dude and the Colts are brain dead the Colts are brain dead they just refuse to use him Jonathan Taylor's Uh, worth 8k I I don't know what you I just muted Nate I can't handle it okay you're off mute Nate yeah, it turns out Naheem Hines is still going to catch balls, and he's not going to see 10 targets a game. Uh, I, mean, I keep waiting for Taylor to break off like an 80-yarder or like something like this, and it just never happens. He just runs into the back of the line. Like, why does he do that? No, it's, it's, like, um, it's like he actually looks like he's at Wisconsin where he's like, okay, all I have to do is just follow my left guard, and then I'll just be in the end zone. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. It was bad. He looked like he was blind today. It yeah, was, I mean, like, I definitely had it some was GPP. pretty bad. I definitely had him in some GPPs, and that did not work. If I was Sammy and I had my nose in the ground, I, I'd say he has bad vision for a, as a runner. Uh, I needed, I needed on FanDuel two and a half more points from Jonathan Taylor for a jump from 2K to 5K, and I knew at halftime I wasn't going to get it. I was like, no, there's just not a chance. <laughs> and then and then the Colts decide like oh we're not going to kneel the ball out we're actually going to try and run at like after two minutes right after that Allen Robinson touchdown and that's when he breaks it off that's when it happens and and he loses a yard he comes out and he loses and I'm just it's just like it's unbelievable this guy can we talk about that Allen Robinson touchdown though like Allen Robinson if he had any other quarterback in his career he would be like one of the best receivers that we talk about He's Bro, imagine, so imagine this, Nate. Imagine playing Tyler Lockett in catch over Allen over Robinson. Robinson. Allen Robinson doesn't care who's throwing him the ball. It could be Nick Falls. It could be Mitchell Trubisky. He'll still put up points. I mean, he should be – if he had, like, Ross Wilson or Dak Prescott or anybody else as his QB, he'd be an AK wide receiver. Uh, How much you cost next week? I, I want to yeah. play him. I want to play I'm, – I'm excited to play somebody besides, besides Tyler Lockett. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's take a little look at week five next week. Um, you know, again, assuming that these games happen, right? Because some of them are are very much in question, and actually, Bills Titans um, is very much in question. Uh, it's that, so suspect. I I feel like it's either not going to happen, or the Titans are just going to go like full high T and just play like forty practice squatters against the Bills. Well, isn't isn't the right thing to do to just like cancel the rest of the Titans season and then like you have to get rid of another team? So you just get rid of the Jets, right? Just say Jets, you're not playing anymore this year. Nobody cares. I I actually think I I was thinking about this. What do you guys think about if the NFL concludes that it wasn't like a random outbreak and that the Titans just straight up were like not following the protocol, just making them forfeit this Titans game? I actually think that's kind of fair to no, be honest. I mean, fair or not, there's no way they would. Do there's that. no way. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it would never. Maybe like giving up a draft pick or something. I don't know. Because if I had to bet, 
I bet that if I – well, okay. If you had to bet on one team in the NFL not following the COVID protocols, wouldn't it be the Titans? Outside of the Cowboys. Wait, why, why the Titans? I mean, Vrabel, like is, Vrabel is like the most like hand in the dirt, like, you know, rub some dirt on it. Like, and they live, they're in Nashville, you know? I would have I thought, thought the Cowboys for sure. I mean, Zeke oh, I'm had pretty, COVID. I mean, if I – honestly, if I had to guess, I'd just guess every Cowboy had COVID and they're just, like, lying. There were 25,000 people in the stands at the Cowboys game today. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. What are the odds we get through the NFL season? Knowing what we know now, like, what, what's the line that the NFL season concludes? So I was thinking about this the other day, and – the huge out that they have is that because, you know, concerts aren't happening. They're not, they're not sharing the arenas. They're not sharing the venues with anyone. I mean, the, the Super Bowl, like they could play the Super Bowl in, in April if they had to, like they could just keep pushing things back and pushing things back. But yeah, I mean, having 25,000 people in the stands at, at the stadium, I mean, what, what it, what's the, I just don't get it. You know, I don't get it. What can you do? So so next so next week the Cowboys are at home against the New York Giants. Dak over under four hundred and eighty six passing yards. Easy over. Uh, the Panthers is, are. That the sets Panthers up for a at- perfect. That sets up for a perfect game where Dak doesn't need to throw more than like twenty times and they win by thirty eight. And you're just gonna play Zeke again and watch him get cucked yeah. at the one yard line again. Like this week it was it was uh, Pollard cucking him, and last week Dak ran like three one yard touchdowns in or whatever. Like the Giants are such like a allergic team. to the end zone, bro. Davis, that sets up for such a like disappointing. Everybody stacks the Cowboys, and Dak throws twenty four. Yeah, no, yeah. You only actually want Dak when they uh, when they lose. Yeah. That's okay, a so game here's where Dallas so- can actually win. So here's the real game that you stack: the Panthers at the Falcons. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. In the dome. Let's go. Calvin Ridley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not gonna play Julio again. Don't get me wrong. Like that's. Oh man. Happening. Well, here I'll tell you this: what would they have to make Kareem Hunt for you to not play him with Nick Chubb inactive at home against the Indianapolis Colts? Uh, what's it? What like 8K? I'm assassinate. Nate, Nate will be Nate. Will, Nate's a good, uh, good target for this one here. I would say, shoot. I mean, I would say right at like 65, 66, probably. Cause he'd be right at the same workload that you'd be assuming of like a James Robinson, Josh Jacobs type. Don't you think? I mean, I'm going to, I, I think he was like the best play of the slate. If he, if he's that. Yeah, I mean he's so he, dude. He's good. Like he's super good. Well, it's and just like the, the ball. and all they want to do is run anyway. Yeah, I just don't believe that like running back talent matters, and so it's, I, I like, I don't know. Why didn't Why didn't you play James Robinson today then? Because he was six six, and uh, what's his face? Mike Davis was five seven. Yeah, just playing instead of Zeke, bro. I mean, yeah, because because running back doesn't matter, bro. I mean, it doesn't because Mike Davis. Yeah, okay, because Mike Davis is going to see him say so. like, <laughs> uh, I, I, I wish I'd known McCaffrey was going to get hurt, so I could have put some playoff bets on on Carolina. People are people are going to talk themselves in a Kirk Cousins next week. They're playing. Oh wait, no, that's a Sunday night game, so that's not in 
main slate. I got to be honest, this week five slate is looking pretty tragic. Um, if so, if we don't get Bills, Titans, we have Jaguars, Texans, Bengals, Ravens, Panthers, Falcons is going to get so much pub. Yeah, Raiders, but Chiefs, Chiefs, Raiders. Like if they don't pump up Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I guess he's going to smash uh, Monday night. So because oh, the prices will come out. Dude, we might get we might get a revamp at six point four Clyde Edwards Hilaire in this game. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm feeling so non-optimistic about some of these games happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I do know what you mean. Everything was going fine, and then week three, like we almost had three postponements. Yeah, that Saint the Saints game was like right sketch. there. Sketch, hella sketch. I can't believe it went off. I mean, there dude, there's some sort of cover up going on. Like, no, 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 no. It was a false positive, like for sure. So would you guys really pay 7K for Kareem Hunt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably so. Especially in the context of this slate, I think he will be an amazing play. We'll see. I mean, here's what I'm really going to do is just, like, go into tournaments and stack Steelers and lose again. So, what, what is, so what's the motivation there, bud? I mean, they don't, they're not even, like, a really – like, this is, the, this is the secret right now in, in all of fantasy football. And I can say this as someone who has won, like, $30,000 the last two weeks. Just, this, is, this is a great humble brag, by the way. <laughs> it's a great segue. I was I was waiting for you to to to, to punch that in. By the way, yeah, I got it. I got it in there. Got so it. the secret is every quarterback except for the ones who either will literally throw sixty times in a games or the ones who run are like absolutely useless. Like you just are not doing anything, making Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins tournament lineups. Like it, those, it literally does not matter because they cannot get enough fantasy points yeah. to And Ro- Roethlisberger falls in there too. He's fat and can't move. Like for Roethlisberger, I'm, I'm being, this is not sarcasm. Roethlisberger would have to throw for 450 yards and five touchdowns to get, to get a, a Dak game. <laughs> right. Cause that's what Dak actually does every game. But he, he, he does that, but then he also runs for 50 yards as well. And, and, I think he had a, a two-point rushing conversion in this game. Like, I mean, he, the guy's unreal. He's just unreal. You know, what can you do? Well, yeah. then is Joe Burrow going to be the guy that we just start playing all the time? Because Joe Burrow is like the chief. Yes. Yes. He is like he is like um, budget Josh Allen is what Joe Burrow is right now. Except he throws more. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow is uh, Joe Burrow is good. I, I, I like him. I think that he has like I like I think Joe Burrow is gonna be like a top nine NFL quarterback by the week eight of next year. Yeah, he's sharp and, and you can see like the last couple of weeks he stopped throwing it to AJ Green. So you can just tell like he's a real smart guy. Like <laughs> he just he just knew like nah he's this good. ain't happening. Like I gotta go out. I gotta give what's, it to what's T. Higgins. Up, T. Higgins? What's you remember sample? how about Mixon just destroying the slate today? Yeah. Oh, I needed I in, in tournaments like it was hard to make money. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the worst. When David it's way better than the Trotman play, bro. I gotta <laughs> yeah. tell you. Uh, yeah. I mean, and the thing was, is like Mixon projected okay like not great like our i think we had him as like a a plus one value which like in the dr stuff is like fine but not great i gotta i i just i gotta stop playing 
Jonathan Taylor. Like it's it's costing me money at this point. Like it's just got to stop, dude. He is he can't move. The guy li- cannot move. It's it's embarrassing. It's not about him in a vacuum. He is talented. He's insane. It's about the fact that like Naheem Hines is there taking the valuable touches that we want from a running back, which is the targets and stuff away from him. So his ceiling is going to be capped on a weekly basis. Well, let's not also forget that, that they just put Jordan Wilkins in there too. Yeah. There's like, three other it's, running it's not backs. a two man backfield. Who's coming in for Mike Davis. Nobody. Raji, Reggie Bonoff is not catching passes. It's Mike Davis's backfield. It's Alvin Kamara's backfield. It's Ronald Jones's backfield. It's, like comparing Jonathan Taylor to those guys when it's very clear that Indianapolis wants to get uh, targets to Naheem Hines just doesn't make sense to me. Ah, God, I hate to say this. I This really hurts me, but Nate, <clears throat> Nate's, <clears throat> Nate's right. Nate's right. Nate's right. I, I mean, go. I, I think that I, I kind of think that what happened – with the Jonathan Taylor stuff is he got what six targets in that first game. And so there was just kind of that extrapolation of like, okay, Marlon Mack's been hurt and Jonathan Taylor is really good. They spent this high draft pick on him. We all thought he was great. Yeah. You know, so on and so forth. And so he had, he was what he had 28 carries in week two, 26 carries and two catches in week two. And then we were all, and then he was super chalk last week. And then, you know, the, the fake sharp people such as myself this week were like, he got all the work in week one and week two. People are off him from the bad performance. It's a good spot. You people are back in. We got to play Jonathan Taylor. And uh, it turns out we did not have to play Jonathan Taylor. And what what you didn't realize is that he is actually just Marlon Mack. Well, no, what's happened is Jordan Wilkins is Marlon Mack. So whatever rotation they had planned out to start the year, Jonathan Taylor is just playing whatever they had started out to play in the year, and Jordan Wilkins is being Marlon Mack. They were even throwing Jordan Wilkins' ball. I think Jordan Wilkins had more targets than They Jonathan each Taylor. had one this week, I think. They each had a target, and Naeem Hines had three. The issue was they, all, they ran the ball an insane amount of times. Both Hines and Wilkins had nine rushing attempts. That ain't going to get it done. That ain't going to get it done at all. Oh, the Colts, here's the thing. Phillip Rivers, dude, washed. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> any any team any team could have had Cam Newton for one million dollars. Philip Rivers is signed to a twenty eight million dollar deal. Tyrod Taylor is on a two year like twenty three million dollar deal. These teams just let Cam Newton, who is on the COVID list, so maybe not a great signing, but looked great through three games, and they were like, "Nope, Philip Rivers." I'm shocked that Philip Rivers hasn't been able to put it together with a wide receiver core like Zach Pascal, T. Y. Hilton. Marcus Johnson. Mo but Allie he's Cox. got Mo Alley Cox. Like <laughs> he should be fine. Mo Alley can do it. T.Y. is so dust, it's unreal. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton is basically just Brandon Cooks with with a larger. My my favorite thing right now is dunking on people who uh, don't watch the the All Twenty Two and they just look at the air yard stuff and they're like, "You got to send some trade offers out for AJ Green and T.Y. Hilton." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those stupid non-tape watchers. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I used to be one of those people, but, like, you do pick up a lot of latent information watching that stuff that you won't if you're just literally clicking on models. That's right. It leads you to a dope-ass place like Brandon Cooks and Adam Trotman. 
Yeah, that's that's what grinding I, the tape does. I can't believe that Adam Troutman play. I mean, seriously. Dude, I mean, the, the reality is, like, we're just three fish in a bowl, bro. Like, <laughs> swimming just, around on a big just, rock, floating around in the sun. That's us. Oh, man. Well. You should feel worse about the Cooks play than the Troutman thing, IMO. Yeah, because, by the way, Scotty Miller is like a real thing. I need to just make a mental note of this. Like, Scotty Miller. I hate Scotty Miller so he, much. I want is, him to be dust. He is Brady's favorite guy of all time. Like, he would, like, those guys probably, like, play golf together on Monday mornings. Nate, you, Nate, every you time, hate Renfro and Scotty Miller? Every time Scotty Miller catches a deep ball, it's because he, like, finds himself under it and is, like, looking up at it. He doesn't go out and get anything. He's, like, the least athletic deep ball like i can't stand him it's it's so weird it's so weird how they use him they put justin watson the big tall guy in the slot and then they're like all right five eight scotty Scotty miller Miller. go run nine rounds (laughs) it drives me nuts it is it's insane i don't understand it i i don't get it at all so yeah that's uh that's this week it was i mean so you know i i played more in cash this week on the two sites than I would because I had a good week last week. And, um, you know, had I had I not literally just run so insanely hot with these afternoon games, I would be in a much worse attitude because, I mean, our team is just, like, my team was just indefensible in cash. Like, it was just not a good team. I didn't Same. make any – I didn't Same. do anything. And I really thought, I, just like you, I was like, dude, I'm going to win. Like, this is, this is a good lineup. I'm going to win. It's when I feel the most confident that things go the worst, I think. Like, I didn't feel that confident in weeks one and two, and I completely crushed. And, like, both last week and this week, I was like, dude, my teams are solid. See, I, I, actually, I actually disagree with that. I, I, I would say very often I know when things are feeling not right heading into the slate, and I'm like, oh, if I do well here, it's just luck, right? Like, if I, if I win in this slate, it's not going to be because I analyzed everything properly and my team fit together. It'll just be because I ran hot. Whereas a, a good chunk of the time – when I feel good going into a slate, it's because like there's a clear play. I feel good. I feel like my side of like the two V two. So for example, today, the um, Metcalf Texans D versus Odell Buccaneers D. I didn't really feel either way about that. I was like, one side of this will be better by 20 points. And I just don't know which one it is. And I kind of sided with Metcalf just because, of the the of, of the let Russ cook stuff, honestly, like I just assumed Metcalf could get thirty easier than Odell, and uh, that was not that was not accurate. That is not correct. But like to like today, I felt like my side was good, like my side was right, and I got crushed. But most of the time, I don't feel that way. Yeah, I'll be honest. I felt if you had told me Lockett was the one to kill me, I wouldn't have believed. Like going into Lock, he was the one I felt most comfortable about. Yeah, I think that I think that seems fair i mean we have seen nothing but absolute fireworks from the seahawks for a month you know like we've seen i'm I'm starting to feel nauseous talking about tyler lockett again i thought we were past it i got it out like if we keep talking about him i'm gonna tear my eyes out well do you uh do you want to talk about anything else bud do we have have anything else to cover i want to go lay in my coffin (laughs) sammy wants to end this week he wants to close yeah I'm, i'm done i'm done get me out of here yeah. All right. Well, um, everyone, you know, we'll be uh, we'll be back next week. Um, hopefully, football is, is still happening and on pace, and and uh, you know, no one has gotten sick or ill of the coronavirus. You know, let us let us all pray. Let us all be hopeful, and uh, we will be back next week. Later, boys.